0: what specifically do you want sir with california do you want the entirety of california to just become its own country what what, what is it what what is what is your you you
1: like if you won the lottery of political activism what would happen with california well that's an interesting way to phrase it because a lot of people have the misconception that uh, our campaign has a set goal and i think that's what makes our organization unique is a lot of organizations out there have a specific agenda that they want to achieve and and ours is more abstract it's it's let the people vote and so we've always said whether the people want to secede as a whole let that happen if that's what the people say they want to do there are other movements in california to have the state as you mentioned separate into different numbers i think given tim draper wanted to do six californias there's been other Uh, campaigns for there to be two or three. We have actually a couple different plans of our own, one of which we call Calicta 3.1, which is to divide the state into two uh, to create what would be uh, a country called Pacifica on the uh, most western coast of California, the San Francisco Bay Area, and leave the remaining part of the state in the United States. Uh, The goal of that is really kind of what we call ideological divorce or national divorce. We started talking about the idea of divorce Uh, In 2018, Marcus and I were in Sacramento. We were holding signs that said it's time for a divorce. At the time, of course, we were talking about California divorcing itself as a whole from the United States. But um, since then, we've, we've come to, or at least some of us have come to the conclusion that it's maybe not the right thing for California as a whole to secede because there are tens, millions of Californians who would not want to do that. There were conservative voters. I think that I've heard that there are even... Uh, more Trump voters in California than in any other state, even though it's the one of the bluest states in the union. And so I think that would be kind of counterproductive to the whole idea of self-determination if you're going to say that California and its current borders would secede from the union and force you know 10, 15 million people who don't want to go with them to go with them. So why not we? Why not dr- draw the lines in a different place? I, I kind of am stuck on this idea of why do we have to adhere to the existing geographical and often abstract lines that we've we've drawn on the map just out of nowhere and so why not we draw those lines in a way that makes sense economically and also ideologically
0: right so this the, the pacifica thing this is basically creating it's just this small strip going along the pacific ocean yeah and then the eastern part of california which is more conservative more farmland would remain with the United States or would it become its own state or, or how
1: would that work? Yeah. So it's actually interesting in, in this scenario, both of those would still be dominated by the democratic party. Let's just get that right. So a lot of people say, for example, you want to create a red state, change political dynamics in Washington. That wouldn't be the case because the, the part of the state, the Western part, as you're referring to, is actually including the Northern and Southern part would still be, I think 60% Democrat. So it's still going to be a blue state. It's just not going to be, uh, you know, 80 percent democrat like it is now and so uh what happens is then the Pacifica we have it going along the central coast of california and the san francisco bay area that is your super ultra left wing 80 percent democrat uh country and so we say well you know what let them have their uh progressive utopia on the west coast and see see how it goes all right so they would starve to death <laughs> well actually I mean they have Napa Valley so they would be <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to drink a lot of wine. They're going to drink a lot of wine.
0: There's a uh, uh it's fascinating there's this viral video from the earlier in the week of a woman who's 28 years old and she filmed herself I am I'm, I'm surprised she was willing to do this but I respect her for doing so saying I can't be the only one who did not know you can eat fruit from a tree. I'm not, I'm not joking. She said a friend came to her house and saw a bag of store-bought lemons in her fridge and said, why do you have a bag of lemons in your fridge? And she goes, well, because, you know, I use them to cook. And she goes, no, no, but like, you have a bag of store-bought lemons in your fridge. And she's like, yeah, because I cook sometimes. And she's like, Carly, you have a lemon tree outside. Oh. And she's like, and? So why do you have store-bought lemons? She's like, cause I use them to cook, I don't understand. And she's like, just take the lemons from the tree. But this is this this is not surprising to see a video like this. You know, having grown up in a city myself, and I'm sure you guys, even to a certain degree, yourselves, all of us. I mean, I think it's fair to say someone's going to watch a show like this or anybody who's learned to a certain degree understands you can eat fruit from a tree. There are a lot of young people who have no idea where food comes from. And this is what I think leads to, as you called it, what a progressive utopia they want to put together. And the reason why I say they'd starve is a lot of these people, not all of them, but like, I mean, you look at what happened in Seattle with the uh, the Chaz and they tried making the farm, whatever you want to call it. These, these people don't know how the environment works. They don't know how farming works. They don't know how to sustain themselves. And so, uh, you know, back to the bigger picture of all of this, you know, when talking about California secession or fragmentation or whatever you want to call it, I don't know that it's so much you would create a red state and a blue state or two new blue states. It seems like you'd create a wealthy state and a chaotic dystopian nightmare, right? The, the, the area of, of California that produces all of the food I think would do mostly okay, but these tech bases could not survive. You know, the, the, they like to, the Democrats like to talk about how we generate all the wealth in our cities and subsidize, you know, the rural areas. And I'm like, yeah, but if there were borders and tariffs and food could not enter your country without specific agreements, you would be extremely impoverished. No one is going to trade all of their wheat for your Twitter. But that's basically what they've done, the access and, and influence. So I actually see the possibility like, if, if Pacifica were to exist,
1: I don't think they'd survive. Well, I think you bring up a good point. But I think that what we always try to stress is that the divorce that we're advocating for, if it does come to pass, wouldn't necessarily have to be something that would be, uh, you know create a, a negative relationship acrimonious between that's, acrimonious that's the, right, that's the right word yeah i mean i think that the two could separate and that's kind of what the purpose is because i think that right now we have a situation in this country where you know the left and the right were are in each other's hair and let's just get out of each other's hair and we can live our lives the way we want to live our lives and then i think in that type of environment there might be a way to maintain that uh, tranquility as, as as we as we refer to in the Declaration of Independence, the, the tranquility and peace among Americans because we're not interfering, we're not imposing a left or right ideology on the other. And so let's let each other live the way that we want to live our lives, whether it be you're on the left wing in Pacifica or you're on the right wing in somewhere in Texas. And I think that we could have a situation in North America where we can maintain that peace and tranquility. I'm not convinced that there could be a secession of,
0: any portion of this country from the country itself without resulting in some kind of violence but i'm curious jeff in what do, what do you think i
2: mean so in the- i i 100 agree with you if if there was a secession we would have violence just the nature of people you know pe- there are going to be like you mentioned there are going to be people in california that want to leave and people that don't want to leave i think like the core of what the secessionist movement is it says that we as people are not represented in our country. We don't have freedom. We can't do what we want. And I think the answer to that is not necessarily secession but a decentralized power structure. So in in uh, Federalist number 10, Madison talks a lot about factions and like what's the best way to control factions? And his answer is to have more factions. And we talk about the Civil War. What led to the Civil War? Everybody always talks about slavery, but why why was slavery able to be kept and then advanced and preserved? And the answer is, is the Three-Fifths Compromise. The Three-Fifths Compromise gave the slaveholders significant significantly more power in Congress than the non-slaveholders so they were able to use that power to advance their cause and advance the causes of their party and what this did is it created a massive divide regardless of whether you wanted slavery or not maybe you disagreed with the slaveholders on other policies but you had no power to stop them so it just created more of a problem in a modern context with California
0: the issue of illegal immigration is giving disproportionate power to blue states. They're getting extra congressional districts and electoral college votes based on people who are not even citizens of this country, who are not paying into the same uh, in, in the same way as many others. We often hear arguments that, oh, but they 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 do pay taxes. Well, well, of course, everybody pays sales tax. There's a lot of taxes you'll pay no matter what you do when you're buying gas or whatever. But in terms of paying taxes at the same degree as your average American citizen, they're not. And so uh, for those that aren't familiar with this, I know a lot of people who will will listen to this probably do, but I'll explain. California Sanctuary State, there's many other jurisdictions that are sanctuary jurisdictions. What that means is they will not cooperate with the federal government on deportation or apprehension of non-citizens who have illegally entered the country or who have remained here illegally beyond their, their permits. The census counts those individuals as residents. Donald Trump wanted there to be a citizenship question. On the on the census, and that was that was that was blocked basically. I think even the Supreme Court said no. And so what happens then is uh, it has been estimated by uh, various organizations it could be as low as one extra congressional seat in California, and as high as seven. It is estimated, worst case scenario, California gets seven extra votes in the Electoral College for president because of the non-citizens who have illegally entered the country, violating our laws, and don't
2: need to vote.